Welcome to Deep Well Astrology. I'm Allison Disler, a psychological astrologer and somatic educator. And in this podcast, we'll explore how astrology can illuminate our embodied consciousness and nourish our soul. Here we are, September 2022. This time of the year is often related with the initiation and organizing of new routines and rituals, and the closing up of a more open, expansive mindset, for myself anyways. I usually have during the Gemini, Cancer, and Leo seasons, this kind of opening into the summer, into this expansiveness, into the long days. And although Virgo is a mutable season, I can actually see and feel that in the environment and in people around me, things are changing. And there's something kind of grounding in this change, though. It is a time that I use to integrate and start to reflect on the year, so take in some harvest. And I feel really amicable towards this time of the year. And while I don't have any personal planets or sensitive points in my Virgoid house, I do have lots of friends, family members, clients, and acquaintances who are Virgos or Virgo rising, or who have lots of significant Virgo placements. So welcome to this Deep Well Astrology Podcast. This is episode 43, and we're going to lean into this Virgo aspect a little bit more today as we look at giving and receiving through the lens of a Venus in Virgo. Well, when I was younger, before studying astrology, I used to laugh and tell folks that I'm not a Virgo, but I seem to be sort of a Virgo magnet. Virgo rules my 11th house of groups of people, clubs, and organizations, good fortune, and the social sphere. So that makes really good sense in some regards to have this assembly of Virgos in my world. It's literally my 11th house showing itself to me. Today is Thursday, September 1st, and the sun is at 9 degrees Virgo. The moon is at 10 degrees Scorpio. I love the interrelated symbology of these symbols, Virgo and Scorpio. If you look at the astrological glyph, we have the M figure, which is that glyph associated with the ancient art of medicine. So there's something in common about the Scorpio and Virgo glyph. Also, right now, notably, Mars is inching further into Gemini at six degrees today. And so we have a lot of mutable houses getting lit up. Everything else, Jupiter, all the way through the outer planets of Pluto, are in retrograde. One thing folks may have on their mind as well is the Mercury retrograde, which is coming up September 9th through October 2nd. And then the Mars retrograde, which happens every two years. This time it'll be in Gemini and will last from October 30th through January 12th, 2023. So lots of retrograde action. In general, retrograde periods often allow us to be able to access all of our re-functions, like reviewing, re-editing, revisiting, rewinding, redoing. In the case of Mercury, 
In my practice, I've noticed it seems to affect folks differently depending on the prominence of mercury in the natal chart. For example, if mercury is your planetary or chart ruler, so if you're a Virgo and or Gemini rising person, or if you're a mercury, sun, or moon conjunct mercury person, that means mercury could be a big player in your chart. It doesn't mean that Mercury doesn't impact everyone else because we're all connected to Mercury in some way, and most of us are connected in some way to a mercurial person in our life. So Mercury, the messenger, is about exchange, relay of information, communication, technology, movement between worlds, the overworld, the underworld, our thinking process, and words. So some of these things we may need to revisit or some things in these departments may need some redoing or revisiting as we go into the Mercury retrograde period coming up. The retrograde degree of Mercury stationing is 8 degrees of Libra. So it is likely also this time for folks who have anything in early Libra or early Aries that this Mercury retrograde will be especially impactful. Um, or it could be really any early place of any of the cardinal signs will be affected. I would say that mostly if you have planets in early Libra, you'll be feeling this one, especially since the retrograding Jupiter will be opposing the Mercury station. And that Jupiter retrograde will be happening in the early Aries degrees. So with all of this in mind, which is a lot, in these next couple of months, some simple thought or advice, if you find yourself revisiting work or revisiting a conversation you thought you were done with, just take notice, take use or make use of the energy of the time if you can, and resist the urge to fight having to go back through and revisit things. So you can also remember that things like reunions, and reconnections and revisions can all be part of a retrograde cycle. So if you approach it consciously, just think, is there anything you would like to revisit or re-edit or re-engage with or remodify, maybe remodel? With all of this Virgo in the air and Virgos in my life, September brings lots of celebration and birthdays. So I am thinking about some on giving gifts. Now, not all my people who are Virgos have Venus in Virgo, but today as an homage to the Virgo season, I'll go through this giving and receiving for a Venus in Virgo. If you have a Venus in Virgo, this aspect is related to your wants and desires. So Venus is about our wants and desires and ourselves and potentially what you might like or love from another. When talking about Venus, a lot of people relate it with just this idea of love or relationships or romance. And while this is a part of the Venusian archetype, I think that at its root, Venus is desirous and wantful. And this can include love and romance and relationships, but there's also a deeper base urge of Venus. It desires. It's the act of desire. It's just desire the function of desire, and our relationship with our wants and desires 
is broadly what Venus is about from a psychological, astrological point of view. And we can also infer and build this meaning and project it outwards upon other people. So we can all project our desires outward. And sometimes when we project our desires outward, what we think we're actually desiring is that person. We desire something about someone else, but it's really about our desire. Often other people will present themselves to us in their, in our reflected light. So that's a projection. It's a projected light. But by getting in touch with our own Venus and our wants and our desires and feeding that and knowing that, we do remember to feed ourselves, to turn a light on inside, to give our own desire permission to be desirous, to know what we want and know how to allow and cultivate them as we desire. So, Venus and Virgo, here we go. Venus in Virgo means you have a mutable Earth Venus, and movable Earth suggests themes of flexibility, agility, and many directions. Earth is generally associated with the tangible, things we can touch, taste, see, and feel. And a Venus in Virgo may find general desire around tangible items or structures, or even the moving parts between them. When I think about Virgo, I also think about shopping, markets, buying and selling, and the process of exchange and or commerce. Commerce and trade are big parts of mutable earth, giving one tangible item for another, and also the process of changing one thing to another. So making products like soap, candles, salves, tonics, medicine, anything that you can become part of the process of and kind of get your hands in and, and work with your hands. And what's beneath that is all these tangible items are touchable, practical, and they're useful for the body. The word service also floats around the Virgo archetype. And being of service or use, even in simple ways like helping someone with a task or offering practical advice or helping someone like a neighbor figure out a problem at home. Being of service is also something that a Venus in Virgo may have wants and desires around. A Venus in Virgo generally has some desire around being of service or creating something tangible that may be usable or traded or of service. Virgo rules the digestive system, and this is a process of discernment and extracting nutrients from what we eat and sending some matter some places in the body and others for waste, so an exchange process. The process of refinement, this is a critical process, it's a really important one, it is needed for us, this critical discernment. It separates the wheat from the chaff and is an important feature. Our digestive system is something that we need intelligent organization of. 
It's an organ system that we want to operate smoothly as a process. And to be able to sift gross material out and make sort of a refined fuel. I use the word synthesis for Virgos because it is part of the discernment and refining that creates a synthesis. It's a sort of synthesis of items that refines things. It's part of the process of the Virgo archetype. A Venus in Virgo may have desire around not only giving service or function, but also being on the receiving end of items for self-care and refinement, or tangible objects that have been through or represent a process of discernment. Some examples are baking, cooking, distilling, fermenting, or a well-organized set of affirmation cards or poetry. Can you think of any other objects or processes that reflect themes of service, integration, or synthesis? For some Venuses in Virgo, things like music or orchestras or a well-organized play could hit the spot, although these realms are a little less on the tangible side, so sometimes immersive experiences can be, you know, they might speak to a Venus in Libra or a Venus in Pisces. But there's something about the organization or that, that, that critical conglomeration of elements that might speak to a Venus in Virgo. A Venus in Virgo often has desires around organization, if not, you know, also a sense of order or ordering. I think folks from the outside may see this as things like hygiene or cleaning or vigilant organization. But what this often is, is a process of turning a sense of chaos into order. And it's the process and the movement from chaos to order that a Virgo and Venus in Virgo desires. It's the process. In the movement is the mutable feature of the Virgo and Earth. So if everything were just in order all the time, there would be no movement. That's stagnation. So therefore, if you have a Venus in Virgo, notice, is there a want or desire or a love around some kind of turning chaos into order? This could be in the home or in a classroom setting or a church or a hospital or on the artist's canvas. Being with chaos in order and riding that wave between the two is what the archetype and the desire of Venus in Virgo is about. And potentially, there may be some desire around being of orderly service or, you know, pulling things together, like pulling a piece of music together from chaos or pulling the family psychological dynamic together or putting the house in order or putting the horses or bees together, pulling all this energy into something ordered and refined and synthesized. What else at a base or root level of desire can you think if Venus and Virgo may yearn to connect with or into? So let's spiral out a bit and imagine you have a Venus and Virgo person in your life, like a partner or a friend. What would you get them as a gift now, given what you know about that Venus and Virgo and what they may desire? 
So remember, just play with the archetype here. This is just about getting to know and maybe even asking that Venus and Virgo if they would like something like this. One thing to think about is how Virgo rules the digestive system. So it's not just a single part. It's a process of digestion. So items that are soothing or centering on the digestive system or its support can be great as a gift. Teas, herbs, oils, salves, bath salts. For folks who are into body work, think Mayan abdominal massage, or you can offer physical touch like rubbing your partner's belly or stomach in a way that promotes digestion. And to do this, you can kind of trace the top of the intestines in a way where you're going from the right, the top of the leg, and go up, go over through the center, through that, that, um, right to left motion and then down the descending colon which is down to the left and down that left leg to the knee so that there's a whole process there and if you've had a baby or kids in your life and have experience with someone who teaches infants massage or works as an infant body worker there's a very gentle sort of upside down rainbow shape that i just described or a u shape that can be traced on a little one's abdomen to help with smooth passage of food matter but in any regards, the gift of that abdominal touch can be a real treat to the Venus and Virgo if they're open to touch. So don't forget to ask. That's not everyone's thing. If your Venus and Virgo person is more extroverted and up for it, a wonderful gift could be an outing to a marketplace like a farmer's market or craft fair or a unique bazaar or a festival. So a place that exhibits all of these kind of like booths and exchange like a marketplace. Think of commerce and think of that ordered chaos. So a festival or a marketplace is sort of, it's chaotic, but it's also a place of exchange and order. And there's lots of tangible activity and things to smell and touch and taste. And remember that taste and bringing things to the mouth and that process of digestion um, and having really great food to eat, knowing that that is going to feel really good through the digestive system is a is a fun thing to think about. An afternoon date or an outing to a market can allow a Venus in Virgo to discern and select something from many choices. Depending on the aesthetics of your Venus in Virgo person, you could think of other places like auction houses, antique malls, garage sales, flea markets, trade shows, or seaports, depending on where you live. Can you think of any other place where commerce and exchange is at the forefront that you could take yourself or your Venus in Virgo to or any Virgo part of yourself and just see what's illuminated in those areas? You know, the movability, the changeability, the exchange. And finally, somewhat similar to a marketplace where things are being exchanged, especially things that have went through a process of organization and craft is consider giving a making experience for yourself or to someone who has a Venus in Virgo. There are many craft take and make sort of events that you can go to. You can experience art and experience a class and you can gift yourself or another person a class in jewelry making or fermenting or herbal remedies or wine making. And it gives the gift not only of the thing itself, but the tangible process of it, the synthesis. So you get something to take home, but you're also engaged in something. 
stepping back generally again, giving and receiving for Venus and Virgo is about getting to know our own wings and allow ourselves nourishment first to give to ourselves and remember how to discern between who we are and what we may want and what other people's desires are. A Venus in Virgo generally desires elements of service, being of service and being of help to ourselves and to others, bringing discernment or order out of chaos, soothing and feeling good in the digestive system, and kind of experiences that lend to a calm, wholesome, embodied self. As one of the more self-contained signs of the zodiac, a Venus in Virgo may like the experience of commerce, markets, and trade, but will also enjoy quiet at home or a private place to self-soothe and heal, maybe on their own. No matter how extroverted you are, most often Virgo placements need time to rest and digest. So there's that active part of digestion, and then there's the rest. It is after all that Part of digestion and it's linked with the parasympathetic nervous system. So it's really important to have that both up and down regulatory process. And so when all the service and trading and commerce is done, then there may not be anything better to do than get yourself or your loved Venus in Virgo time and space to resettle that parasympathetic nervous system, rest, digest, restore, and then when all things feel balanced and perfect, into the chaos again. Until next time, breathe deep, linger long.